Welcome everyone to Force of Nature Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew D. Hamilton, and I'm here with my co-host, David Botcher. Terrific. And even more terrific, we have a special guest joining us this week. My sister, Dave, your wife. Welcome, Dana Botcher. Hello, everybody. Yes, thank you for being here uh, in the house that you live in. But... <laughs> I did travel a long ways for this. <laughs> uh, but yes, thank you for being on the show. And Dana, I think this is your fifth, maybe sixth time on the show. I thought it was fourth, but... Fourth, fifth, sixth? We kind of lost track. I think it's two <laughs> sharks, hyenas, and now this. No, you did another recent one. Oh, I think it was like episode five. 35, so oh. I believe it is your fifth time. Guess so. And your last one was way back in December when we covered orcas, so it's been a while yes. since you've been on the show. Wait, then it may have been six, because we also did orcas. I don't know. I bet there's six. And Dana, we are covering your favorite animals this week. We are covering sharks. Well, just the great white shark is my favorite. Okay. The other ones are like, meh. Ah, okay. Well, there were, there's a lot of great whites on this episode anyway. So, But yeah, you are a lover of sharks. Just go for the Jordan of sharks, I guess. <laughs> I only focus on number one. I only one. like Mike Trout like the, the best. <laughs> but yes, you are a lover of sharks, especially great whites, which is funny and ironic because, Dave, you are very fearful of sharks. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, when I go in the ocean or any water... I can't help but think, oh, something's going to get me. Well, it's now, just one of those things. Would you say that this fear, where did it come from? Probably Jaws. Was it Jaws? I think that so. That seems to be the case for a lot of people. I, I don't understand yeah, that yeah. because it's... I don't understand. It's not how it just, is. It was just fake that this shark ate everything. Well, when you're like, uh, what, eight years old, <laughs> you, don't, you don't get that. You might be fearful of sharks after seeing that. That's yeah. fair. And that's where a lot of people are fearful but of But that's why I have my daughter who is like, Mom, I'm going to go shark diving with you. Really? <laughs> yes. So I do have, my daughter is obsessed with great whites as well. Oh, okay, great. Well, that's good. You, you I don't have to go, go by myself that, anymore. <laughs> yeah, she's going to have Hey, so you want to you, you do... you just come with me? Oh, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, you, you really want to go shark cage diving. Yes. Well, actually, I was watching a documentary about a girl. I think her name is Ocean or something. Anyway, she swims with great whites without cages. It is... Okay. It's on Hulu. I highly recommend it. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I've seen some videos. Like, she's and literally swimming it's really swimming sad because Japanese... Like, Japan, China, they like shark fin soup, and so they've been killing so many sharks. Yeah, that's a big thing. Sharks. That's, that's a big thing. That we, I didn't do enough research for, so we're not going to cover it, but I do know that it's a big deal. So Dave, Just watch that documentary. Yeah, okay, there you go. And so, Dave, would would you go shark cage diving? <laughs> that's what she keeps asking. I was a complete no. I, I really, I, I would probably go, but the whole time I would have the worst anxiety I've ever had in Would my you life. pull like a Mike Tyson on Shark Week when he's? Did, I don't know if you guys saw Whoa, it. What did he do? So he was he was in the boat. This was for the last Shark Week a couple weeks ago, oh. a week or so ago, and like he was on the boat and he's puking. Oh. He, well, he's in this chainmail. Like he's not. He's going legit down wow. there. But yeah, he was puking and talking and saying that he didn't want to do this anymore. And but he eventually did, and he he did the tonic. Oh yeah, immobility I'd be like that. To them, so oh, you'd probably be worse. I don't know if would you yeah. go because you'd be going in a cage. Would you still do it in a cage? You feel a little safer, but it's still, I'd be freaking out. You know, yeah. it's like sticking a hamster in a hamster ball uh, with a bunch of cats around. You know, <laughs> you're still just gonna be like, what the heck? <laughs> and you're I've the just hamster. Seen too many yeah. documentaries, and I see. 
they're just so nice and and gentle, <laughs> so nice. and they're not they're well, not out there to like see, kill I've seen you. Too many that's not movies. what they contrary to what our they see. Mine's real. Yours is movies. I know. I mean, we true. this is a shark attack episode, so I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd go with they're nice and friendly because they're not. They're dangerous animals. I even found my moat like. My bucket list trip. I want to go on. A, it's like a boat out to Guadalupe Island. Oh yeah. And like it's it's you like just three. Dive it's for like sharks. three to four grand. I think it is. But yeah, that you're practically guaranteed to see great just, whites. Um, They're um, always prominent cool. there. So yeah, but I, stupidly, I'm like, Danny, you should do this one. Because I found that one. Because she's like, I want to go to South Africa. And I'm thinking, South Africa. Gee, but they've I don't like, know if I can do they're that. They're not and, in South Africa like they yeah. used to be anymore. Or San Francisco, she wanted to do. I was like, but you're not guaranteed. I'm like, well, I'd hate that to be a waste. That's cold water anyway. So I was like, sweet. This is warm water. You're guaranteed. Dana, do this one. Okay, but you got to come with me. Oh, shoot. What I do? <laughs> the actual, See, it's the kind of owners yeah. of the company I work for actually did that Guadalupe trip. Oh. So. Wow, well, you can get some information on it. Yeah. We'll make it a force of nature adventure. Yeah. yeah that'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we are going to call this episode Shark Attack Stories number two. And we actually did our first our first one way back in episode six. And Dana, you were actually on that episode. That was your first appearance on the show was way back in episode six. But so it's been a long time since we've covered them and it's we haven't done a shark attack episode in about a year. Oh wow. So it's about time we've covered another yeah, shark. I, I think we do it's do it every week. summer. Well, it's don't shark we? week. Yeah, it's always it's, it's good to do it during the summertime. It makes sense. Yeah, when we could be more scared of them. Mm-hmm. Yes. But we are mostly covering recent shark attacks from the last few months, and we will spend the majority of our time in Australia. A lot of attacks in Australia recently. Mm. And the episode is a bit deathy too. Quite a oh. bit of death this episode. More than way more than normal. Mm. Uh, um, we also are going to cover the 2019 shark attack report. So we'll go over all the stats okay. on that. And both of you brought a story as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, Dan, I knew which one you brought. Dave, I have no <laughs> idea which one you brought. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we, we like to make our guests work on the show. <laughs> and we also hope everyone enjoyed our last episode, our 12th edition of Recent Animal Stories and Attacks, which actually on the show I wrongly called our 13th. But it, oh. it was our 12th, not oh, our 13th. Okay. I lost track. But go back and check it out if you haven't. We have several bear attacks, crocodile attacks, and many more. And this episode is kind of an extension of that last one since we're covering recent stories. But all of these involve sharks. So I thought it'd be a, it would be a good idea and make sense to do a whole episode on them. And as always, we are joined in the studio by everyone's favorite cheetah, Professor Cheetor. Dana, let me be the first to welcome you to the show. I can't tell you how excited I am to have someone with equal intelligence on here as myself. It is wonderful. Normally I have to deal with these two bozos week after week. Well, uh, that was not very nice of Professor Cheetor again. It sure was. Uh, <laughs> what, what, why do cheetahs like Dana so much? I don't get it. I don't know. She does wear <laughs> cheetah clothes sometimes. I do. <laughs> cheetah print is in. Cheetah print is in. Okay, I'll remember that. <laughs> Okay, that was an inside joke because <laughs> I'll just do a quick update. We're, we're going to get some merch made and Dana and Dave, yeah! we're, no, like we're legit getting it done. I've got a guy now. So uh, they were like, let's <laughs> do cheetah print and make cheetah t-shirts. And I'm like, do you know a grown man who's going to wear a cheetah shirt outside? <laughs> I'm I'm not going to. 
So. But it wasn't for yeah. men. It's for women. Yeah. A Cheetor shirt for women to wear. I'm on Team Cheetor. Yay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Uh, ladies of Force of Nature, let us know if you think that's a good idea or not. Um, Can we tell them our other idea while we're sure, at it, Sure, go for it. Who would want a black baseball hat that says rabies? Yeah, yeah that was brought to that, our attention by, by our, our favorite, so our, favorite our fan of the year, right? Yes, that's true. They have rabies. Written on a t- on a hat. Yeah, <laughs> that was that would be perfect. It would be awesome. The perfect way to to keep people six feet away. Yes. <laughs> Especially for this. You year. are in quarantine. <laughs> you really don't want people near you. I have rabies on your shirt. <laughs> You'll definitely not have anybody go six feet near you. Very yeah. good point, Dave. Okay. I'm loving that idea. <laughs> okay. If anybody thinks those are good ideas, let us know yeah. on social media. Let Matt know we'll because play he our... does not like the rabies hat idea. Oh, I love the rabies hat idea. I just like, am I gonna wear a hat that says rabies on it? Why not? <laughs> I know. So we'll... I laugh every time. I think it's great. <laughs> but it's it's kind of an inside thing. All right. Anyway. Yeah, it's a force of nature thing. Okay. Let's continue. I'll say, yeah. <laughs> uh, as always, we, we want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in to us. We've been doing really well on our downloads lately. We've had a surprising number of downloads from Poland. Oh, wow. So I, and I do know that a Polish uh, listener has uh, said something on our social media before. Oh, that's great. So I remember that. Um, but yeah, Poland. That, isn't that cool? It's our second awesome. most hit. Right on country right now nice. of, of the last month oh that's great so that's really cool we yeah. never would expect uh to be in there yeah so that's awesome and thank you everyone else if you're even if you're not in poland but uh, if you enjoy the show something you can do to contribute is go to itunes apple Podcasts, or whatever platform you use give us a review give us five stars you can say whatever you want say something you like about the show let us know where you're from uh, the ratings and reviews mean more to the show than you would think. It gains more attention and helps gain more listeners. So please go ahead and do that for us. Okay, Dave, Dana, what do you say we go on and we talk about the 2019 shark attack report? Okay. Let's do it. It's always interesting to learn about the shark attack stats. Yeah. So this is actually our third time covering shark attack reports. And to give a little recap, in 2017, there were 88 unprovoked shark attacks and five fatalities worldwide. Hmm. Not that many. See how low that it's number is. Super low. You're right. That's a that's a very average, kind of an average year for shark attacks. Okay. Then in 2018, there were 66 unprovoked attacks with five deaths. So five, five in 17 and 18. Okay. And the average number of, of attacks is 84. And the average number of deaths per year is six. Okay. So actually, 2017 and 18 were um, a little low, but pretty average for the most part. Okay. Uh, let's look at 2019 now. And all this info comes from the, from the International Shark Attack file. In 2019, there were a total of 64 unprovoked shark attacks globally. That's now, lower, right? That's low. Quite a bit lower than the average, which I said was 84. And then the number of deaths was very low. Only two deaths in wow. all of 2019. Wow. Which is not bad, right? I also feel like shark attacks get a lot of media coverage. They do, because they're on a, they're just kind of an, a well-known predator. And mm-hmm. people fear them. It's in the ocean. There's just something about it. Yeah. In a, an environment that we have a hard time controlling. I'm interested to see what 2020 is. 
Well, uh, it's already more. I know that. <laughs> Is it? By, Are the sharks dealing with coronavirus as well? Well, they're attacking more people. I will. I do know that. And there's oh, already no. been more deaths this year. But um, let's uh, let's go over where the attacks happened. Okay. So we had 41 here in the United States with zero fatalities. Oh, that's great. But we still Wait, are number in 2020? one. 2020? No, no, no. Oh, 2019. Oh. In second is Australia with 11 attacks, zero deaths. And as we will find out, they are way over that <laughs> amount this year. Third is the Bahamas with two attacks and one death. Ooh. Uh, everywhere else only had like one attack and the only other death was in Reunion Island, which is a small island east of Madagascar. Oh, wow. And if I remember right, we covered several shark attack stories last year and I know we covered the death in the Bahamas where a young woman was killed by three tiger sharks. I think, was that the story I read? It could have been. I think it was. Maybe. I don't know if you were on that episode. We lose, we're losing track. I remember yeah, a I Bahamas remember. story. I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. But yeah, we, and I also remember covering one from North Carolina. Dave, you might remember this one where a 17-year-old girl lost part of her leg and her hand in attack. And her father... Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember and that. She, yeah, her father then went after the shark to get it off. But uh, I remember the, the girl was in... A really, She was like a really well... In good spirits after nearly dying. Yeah. And she was kind of a little badass. Uh, I wonder how she's doing now. Makes you wonder. Oh yeah, we should look that up. I don't know if there'll be anything on it, but yeah. that'd be that would be interesting to know. Yeah. Uh, if anybody knows her, tell her to email <laughs> us. I, <guess. laughs> I don't even remember her name, but uh, I do remember that her dad was named Charles. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think it was Charles. Huh? <laughs> yeah. If anybody does remember, do not go swim with anybody named Charles. <laughs> Matter of fact, if you're in a crowded beach, yell out, is anybody named Charles? And, and if somebody way. raises their hand and says yes, you go, okay. And you move like 100, 200 yards away from them. <laughs> but let's go over the 41 attacks that have happened in, that happened in the U.S. And I, I don't know, but I bet you can guess where most attacks happened. Florida. <laughs> Very good. The wacky wonderland of Florida had the most with 21. Florida is like number one in the world. Wow. Shark attacks. Uh, and then in then uh, Hawaii with nine. And then Cali and North Carolina with three each. Then Georgia, Oregon, Rhode Island, South Carolina, and the Virgin Islands all had one. No deaths, though. So oh, that's, that's good. That's good. Yeah. In Florida, the average <clears throat> per year is 32, 32 attacks wow. per wow. year. So way down with the 21 that they had in 2019. And Florida averages one third of worldwide uh, attacks per year. Wow. One third of them come from that's Florida. Crazy. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> yeah. So what were these people doing when they were attacked? Well, let's find out. 53% of attacks happened to people surfing or board sports, something like that. Because huh. they look like seals. I didn't like know you seals. could surf yep. in Florida. I thought well, this, no, this is, this, is, uh, this is worldwide. Oh, gotcha, okay. This is for all the attacks in 2019. So 20, uh, 53, over half of them were in due to surfing and board sports, okay. which makes sense. And then you have 25% of it from swimming or wading in the water. 11% was snorkeling or free diving. 8% was body surfing. And 3% was scuba diving. Huh. So, interesting statistics there. Yeah. So, 2019, pretty low numbers. Uh, for 
2020, I know for a fact that we've had several more deaths than last year. Okay, guys, so what do you say we go over some shark attack stories now? Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. And we are going down under, mate. We will actually be spending a lot of time in Australia this episode. I don't know what's going on down there, but there has been a surge of shark attacks the last few months. And quite a few deaths. So, like I said, it's a bit deathy mm. right about now. <laughs> there have been five deaths in Australia alone this year. Way up from their average. Huh. So the majority of our stories will take place in Australia. And there was one death in Australia back in January that we covered in a previous episode. So we have four deaths and then a couple attack stories from Australia alone this episode. Gee. Let's go to our first story now. For this one, we go to April 6th, and we go near the Great Barrier Reef in Queensland, Australia. Mm. The Great Barrier Reef is, of course, the world's largest coral reef system. There are many small islands around the reef, too, and supposedly you can see the reef from space. Wow. I didn't know that. It's like the Great Wall. You know, I knew you, you can could see it from, yeah. like... A helicopter. <laughs> you, can <see> a plane. <laughs> you can see a person from a helicopter. No, I mean, I meant like a plane. Like okay, when you're flying you. it, like, I don't know. But yes, you can see the great, apparently you can see it from space. I cannot confirm that. I've never been there. Yeah. <laughs> but let's meet a man. Yeah, who confirmed that? I don't know. Well, satellites. Uh, Can't they see the, the Luxor light from space as well? I believe the Luxor, the hotel in Las Vegas. I think I've heard that before, maybe. Yeah, but who's the one that's saying they can see this up there? <laughs> I wonder if they. I wonder if they send no. astronauts Let's up with a list. For different things. All right, you got to confirm these thousands. Yeah, what, what are we doing? That was just a, like a, a like a nondescript <laughs> sentence that I wrote. We don't need to go all in on that. Let's continue with the story. Okay. Let's meet a man. Let's meet Zachary Aroba. R O B B A. He is 23, and he works as a wildlife ranger there in the reef. Hmm. Which was kind of his dream job that he always that would wanted. Be an awesome that would, that job. does sound cool. So Zachary and his coworkers, uh, three other rangers, worked a long day doing maintenance work on one of the small islands there. So on their way back to the mainland, they decide, to, uh, you know, they want to go for a swim off the back of their boat, cool down, swim. Sounds like sounds nice, right? <laughs> sounds like trouble. <laughs> sounds like trouble. Yeah, it was. <laughs> So they swim for a bit and begin swimming back to the boat. Zachary is in the very, he's the last one. He's in the very back. And on his way to the boat, Zachary is attacked. And I couldn't find out exact details of the attack, but the other rangers would have witnessed it. You know, they're a few feet away from him while this happened. Man, wouldn't that be just a terrible situation all around? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The shark, most likely a great white, bit him, uh, but they, and they, man they actually managed to pull him onto the boat. They called in for help, and a rescue helicopter picked up Zachary and took him to the Gladstone Hospital. Zachary suffered severe injuries to both legs, his hand, and elbow, and he ends up dying from his injuries a short time after arriving oh, to the hospital. Wow. Likely blood loss seems to be yeah. the b biggest reason for yeah. shark attacks, victims dying. Yeah. So very sad. Yeah. 
Several articles had friends and family saying, you know, just really nice things about him. He seemed like a really fun guy to be around. I saw a lot of several pictures of him. He's, you know, just chilling, drinking beer on the beach. Seemed like he seemed like a cool guy. Mm. Uh, a week or so later, a funeral was held for Zachary at his former college. However, due to the pandemic restrictions, only 10 people were allowed mm. to go to the funeral. So instead, the funeral was live streamed where actually hundreds of people watched and uh, mourned the loss of Zachary. Oh, okay. Now, I I hope you guys now can understand a little bit of why I'm afraid... Of sharks when I'm going but in the water. But do you see, like, when, it's when, when, very minimum. But but think about it. Every story you hear is like, oh, just people, you know, they just like, hey, let's go swim and we're just having fun. And the next thing you know, ah! Well, you so I, when I go in the ocean, when I go in the water, yeah, when we're boating, hey, just let's swim off the boat. Uh, red 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 well, flags are going off, off in my brain. That's a or, lake. There's no sharks. I know in the it lake. just does any body of water like that. I've, luckily, We're in I've Utah. We don't have anything. When I was younger, I was even afraid of of shadows and pools. But I'm I'm good now. So, but yeah, and then we go to the ocean. Oh, it's a beach. Let's all go have fun. Come on, we're swimming and let's have fun. Red flags, red flags. Do you see? Because every story, every it's just movie, like a horror movie. Yeah, I used to think that this the, is how it is. This the, ends badly. When the, uh, the wave pools, they have like that. <laughs> Metal barricade. Oh, yeah. I used to always be like, "That's where they keep the sharks." Yeah, uh, uh, did you, were you the one that started that rumor? Because I heard it. <laughs> Actually, it's like coming back to me. I remember that as a kid. It yeah. was yeah. you. What was it? Me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm remembering it as going to that wave pool as a kid, and like I remember like you. Somebody told I me anyway. Had to be there. Just probably was that because it looks like a cage. Yeah, but it's you like told a metal me. Grate. You told me that as a kid, and I was fearful of it. <laughs> this, is, this is like when I was a little kid, and you were telling me this. That scarred me for a bit. Yeah, thanks, Dana. <laughs> it's still like, even when you go over there, I'm like, oh, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I haven't been there in years. You scared so. yourself? <laughs> That's funny. I believe my own rumor. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't my rumor. Like It was just what everybody thought, because it's what it looks like. That's funny. All right, well, thanks. I'm sure you guys have all heard that rumor if you've been to a wave pool. I don't know. But, <laughs> well, let's let's go to our next story now. This is another Aussie story. Maybe that's how they create the waves. You know, the sharks that just swim back rumor, and forth. Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, you know how the waves are there? Sharks. That's what I heard. It's like a schoolyard They know rumor. when to hit it. Yeah. When the bell rings, start moving. <laughs> Release the sharks. <laughs> All right. So for, for this one... Uh, we, we're going to stay in Queensland, but we are going to July 4th and at Fraser Island, which is just off the coast of the mainland. Hmm. Let's meet a man. It is 36-year-old Matthew Tratt. Don't like it when your name is involved in a you, story, yeah. <laughs> especially with sharks. You know, you could start a trend like Charles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, he is spearfishing at Indian Head on the eastern side of Fraser Island. Apparently, this area is known for sharks. And Matt is with his brother, Robert. The two brothers are really into spearfishing, and that's what they're out doing. Uh, I saw a couple of photos of Matt holding some fish that he caught, which was, they were actually really cool photos. And they've been to this Indian head place spearfishing several times before. But Matt is also on a holiday here with his family, his wife, Kayla, and his two children. I believe the uh, Moore family is there as well. Oh, and it's his daughter's birthday. Oh. Oh, boy. 
Once again, I don't have all the details of the attack. It's hard to find specific details sometimes, especially shark for shark attacks, because it's hard. People don't witnesses don't see all of it happening. Hmm. Uh, all I could find is that Matt was attacked. He then yelled out for help. Nearby fishermen pulled him out of the water and applied a tourniquet to his leg, which was bitten. Uh, there was a doctor and nurse that helped until paramedics could arrive, and a paramedic helicopter was sent. They were wrenched down and worked for an hour trying to save Matt's life. Wow. But Matt died from blood loss at the scene. Gee. And apparently he died while his brother Robert held him in his arms. Aww. Oh. So that's how it always happens. They just accidentally hit the artery and then you bleed to death. Yeah, that's that's something that could happen, yeah. So you uh, technically don't die by a shark accidentally. attack. Accidentally. By blood loss. Accidentally. Wow. Yeah, you're like, do you want to be like a shark lawyer or something? <laughs> Bites off they leg. Oh, sorry, I got the artery. This is a very one. sad story right now, guys. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> but family members say he died doing something he loved and... Matt would. Hey, that makes all the. I mean. That well, and then Matt would hold no <clears throat> ill will towards the shark. He knew the risk he was taking. Mm-hmm. And I feel at, like that's a common. People theme. of people Everybody's of the ocean. Like, I know, like yeah, they're sharks. They don't surfers, know. spear fishermen. They they know the risks they're taking. Yeah. Uh, at Matt's funeral, there were more people allowed, but it was still live streamed, so many more could could view well, it. That's good. His wife Kayla spoke at the. Um, the funeral and said, I quote, Matthew, you were the true love of my life. One of my greatest joys has been being your wife. You were, you were my soulmate, my greatest inspiration. Mm. So another really sad story. You feel really bad for his family, man. Just think of it this way, especially his daughter. She is going to hate her birthday from now on. Yeah. That's rough. Uh, oh, and it's highly likely that this was a great white as well. It's more than highly likely. It's pretty much certain oh, okay. that it was a great white. At least he it was the baddest shark of them all. And he got taken out by the baddest shark. He's got that going for him. I'd, I'd if, be sad if, if you got to think like of it a, one way, right? <laughs> white tip. I mean, at least it wasn't a cookie cutter shark. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so let's go to our next story now. And it's another sad one. For this one, let's go south of Queensland into New South Wales territory uh, to help everyone out geo, uh, geo... geographically. Jeez, thank you. <laughs> it's my handwriting right there. Uh, uh, New South Wales and Queensland are on the eastern part of Australia. Queenland, Queensland covers like the northeast, and right below is New South Wales. So think of it, if, is that you, Sydney area then? Yes, okay. yeah, that's what I was going to say. So if you don't know anything, know that Sydney, the biggest city in Australia, is New South Wales. And Sydney's not the capital either. Canberra, is that how you say it? Yeah. Is it? Oh. Canberra is the capital. And then below New South Wales is Victoria. Okay. Canberra. I want to say that's proper. Canberra, yeah. Is that on the south? Yes. South side? Yes. Okay. I, I can't remember if it's in New South Wales or Victoria. Uh, off the oh. top of my head, I'd have to look. But anyway, let's let's go back to June seventh, and we meet a man named Rob Pedrodi. Notice that's the second Rob in our stories. <laughs> oh. Maybe Rob is the uh, Australian equivalent to Charles here in the U.S. 
But so if you go swimming in the ocean in the U.S., make sure, yeah, nobody around you is Charles. And then if you're in Australia, make sure nobody around you is Robert or Rob. <laughs> but Rob Padretti is 60 years old, and Rob is a big-time surfer guy. And on this morning, he goes out with a friend to Gold Coast Beach. Sounds nice, right? Yeah. An area not known for having sharks. And so Rob was a semi-retired after a career as a tiler. And then he went surfing almost every day. He's kind of a hang-loose-bro type of guy nice. in his 60s. And Rob was surfing when he was attacked by what witnesses describe as a three-meter great white. So a meter is around, like, what, a yard? Three feet, yeah, give or take. So around a nine to ten foot great white. Here. Must have been mm. a juvenile. Eh, I don't know, or a male. Oh, the males. Females smaller? are bigger than males. Oh, okay. Anyway, Rob was. Bit, but usually, it's the juveniles that are the ones that attack people. Well, that's that's actually an interesting point because there's another attack later because on. Because the that, one I'm going to cover is about ten to twelve feet, and I believe it was a juvenile. Yeah, I got another one that's about the same. So it, okay. it is juveniles are. Quite likely to do them. They're still huh. learning. They don't know. See? Yeah, it's not fair. their fault. <laughs> They're testing the waters. And you're really sticking up for sharks here. <laughs> Which is fine, but okay. Uh Rob was bitten on the back of his thigh around 10 a.m. Uh, after being bit, Rob was dragged to shore by his friend and a stranger who attempted to fight off the shark Ooh, as wow. they pulled him. Rob, uh, on top, Rob, they put Rob on back on top of his board. And actually, while they were taking him back to shore, they noticed the shark circled them a few times. Oh, wow. And, uh, an ambulance was called and he is, uh, he is in a, oh my God. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I have to do that. An ambulance was called and he is, uh, he is finishing this. Oh, he is. Frog. Okay. Okay. Got it. <laughs> An ambulance was called, and he is uh, in a quote from one of the paramedics who arrived at the scene. This is what they said. Uh, when, you, when you get a call to attend a shark attack, you never really know the full extent of the damage until you get on the scene. And apparently this scene was, quote, dreadful. Oh. Paramedics did everything they could, but despite their best efforts, they were unable to save Rob from bleeding out, and Rob dies. Oh. Uh, authorities tried to find the shark responsible, and there is a uh, shark uh, listening station nearby that like keeps track of tagged sharks, uh -huh. and no tagged sharks were detected on this day in the area. Oh, so okay. the shark was an untagged shark. Huh. Huh. The shark apparently remained in the area for a few hours after the attack, and beaches were closed after that. And that's oh. pretty standard to close the beach for about 24 hours. Okay. But the shark left, and as to my knowledge, it has not been caught yet. So, another sad story and death of what seems to be another good person. That sucks, yeah. you know? Yeah. You always want to... You always what wish... the good people? Yeah, it seems to be that way. You always want it to be like a like a, a bad person who's... Yeah. Only escaped from jail and then... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Like, yeah. he's a murderer or a rapist. Goes to another country, yeah. jumps in the ocean and gets bit by a shark. Dexter <laughs> shark edition. People would be like, all right, that's cool. Way to go, shark. <laughs> Way to go, shark. But if yeah. it's a good person, it's not that way. Yeah. So our next story... 
also takes place in New South Wales, and we go to July 11th. Uh, we meet um, Mani Hart Deville. I, I, I could be mistaken. M A N I is how you say it. So. Okay. He is 15. Uh, Mani uh, went surfing off Woolai Beach near Grafton. While he was out, a great white, approximately eight feet. I wonder mm. if it was the same one. I don't know. Because they mm. were close in days. That's not a bad, yeah. Both in New Seven, South Wales. Uh, yeah. So mm. who knows? Great white shark, approximately eight feet, came up and took a bite on Manny's leg. Mani screamed out, and then the shark circled and took another bite out of the leg. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Further, that's not normal. Well, no, that's... Usually it's like one bite, isn't it? No, it's pretty normal shark behavior to do that. Huh. But oftentimes, uh, we don't know how quick it was. So in all of our other stories, they, they get the mm-hmm. person, they rescue the person before, before, the, the, second before the second bite sometimes. So a second bite, further injuring his legs. Other surfers bravely go to help Manny and even hit the shark. They start they like wow. start pounding on the shark. Uh, they then take Manny and pull him to shore, put him on his on a board and pull him to shore. Paramedics were called out around 2.30 p.m. They attempt to save Manny, but their efforts were fruitless and Manny died at the scene. Oh. Likely from blood loss. Uh, I guess he had s- very severe, serious injuries to both legs. Wow. Ugh. That's rough. And these all happened in the summer, and the ones in Queensland were in uh, uh, February and April, right? No, no, no. These are all in what is our, it's our summer right now. It's their, it's their winter. winter. Oh, wait. So when did those take place? July. Suppose, yeah. July, yeah. 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 That's so it's what their did winter. I say? You oh, see. I said summer. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. You're right. The July, July so it's, months, yeah, that's and then well, the you, you bring up a good April, point. Right? It is there. It's winter there in yeah. in Australia. It's not summertime. So Dana might have brought up a good point. What if it is the same shark that because the earlier ones were two months earlier, two three months earlier? What if it traveled then down to New New South Wales? Two more. So are we saying there's a connection a between all the sharks? You're thinking it's one shark, shark a serial killing shark? shark? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. They Who must knows? tag him. Yeah. <laughs> I but um, it could it could make a good uh, argument for why all of a sudden it just jumped. Why all know. these sharks now attack humans? Maybe it's just one that's doing it. Who knows? Yeah. Or he told his buddies, "Hey, I got a good bite." <laughs> you tried human day. meat? It's delicious, <laughs> but you really got to clamp down. Make sure nobody <laughs> rescues them. Yeah. But anyway, um, after the attack, beaches within sixty miles were closed for twenty four hours. Like I said, that's pretty standard. Yeah. And in one of the articles I read on the story, I found a good good quote from a good a good <laughs> what am I from Boston? A good <laughs> quote. Uh, it's from uh, they got a good quote from a man named Peter Sweetman. Uh, he's of uh, Surf Life Saving. That's New South Wales. Oh, okay. Just a, he's a big dude, surfer dude. Yeah, uh, he's kind of like the head of the surfer committee or something. Oh, okay. Um, he says it's unusual, such a remote place as this, for a shark attack to happen. All you can do is be aware that they are there. Beyond that, if you want to surf, you just have to take the risks that go with being there. Yeah. Which yeah. is a, I mean, it makes all the sense in the world, and surfers are real keen on that. They they're they know they're in someone yeah. else's 
territory. Like we were saying earlier, yeah, a lot of people who work in the ocean, they know the risks they're taking. Yeah. And they're doing that. They know what sharks do. They're educated on it. You kind of, you should be, and you have to be as a yeah. surfer and something like that. It's just a difference of not fearing it. Like I, 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 you, you crave the enjoyment or they have the enjoyment so much more than any kind of fear could, could detract mm-hmm. from it. You know, that's, and that's, I wish I was like that, but. No. <laughs> <laughs> so there is, there is our last fatal attack that happens in Australia. So far, so far this year. There could be more. We don't know yet. But I do have two more stories of attacks in Australia, so let's go to them. Okay. For this story, we are actually going to the island of Tasmania. Now, Tasmania is a part of Australia. It's just another, it's kind of just like another state, like Queensland or New South Wales, like I was saying. Okay. And Tasmania is just, um, it's just south, it's on the southeastern part of Australia. It's an island. Now, obviously famous for the Tasmanian devil, yeah. the Tasmanian tiger, which is now extinct, but um, the thylacine, that's what it was. Thylacine. Hmm. Yeah. I've, I've wanted to do an um, episode on recently extinct animals, and the thylacine would be like the main one. Oh, okay. Anyway, so let's go to July 17th, and we're going to meet a 10-year-old boy. Unnamed. We, don't, we never found out his name. Okay. The, the boy is aboard a six-meter vessel on a fishing expedition about five kilometers from shore with his father and two other men. It's, it's Australian, so it's doing, it's giving me kilometers and oh, stuff okay. like that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, while they were fishing, a giant great white leapt out of the water, hit the wow. side of the boat, and snapped a fishing rod <laughs> clean off the rod holder Grabbed the boy all in one oh swipe. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And actually, I think it grabbed him by the arm and pulled the boy into the water by his arm. Oh, oh man. The boy's father, out of instinct, jumped into the water to save his boy. The boy had been wearing a flotation device. Uh, and once the father jumped in, jumped into the water, the shark kind of just swam away. Oh, okay. That is crazy. The boy suffered cuts on his arms, chest, and head after their um, after and then after their boat came to shore, the boy was rushed to a nearby hospital where he was treated for his injuries and put into stable condition. So. Mm. He didn't die. Oh, that's so good. That's that good. is nuts. To have a shark good. jump out of the water, grab You're someone by the arm. That's like a, that's like crocodile behavior. Crocodiles would do that. Oh, yeah. This was a shark, so it's it's pretty. Yeah. It, it is Too crazy. Bad they didn't have, have a camera on that. That could have been great for Shark Week. <laughs> Jeez, that's <laughs> pretty dark. But yes, yeah. <laughs> he didn't uh, die at least. No, he didn't die. And He's in, okay. Interestingly, uh, a few. That's about one of the coolest stories I you could ever have. Yeah, that would be. That'd be a like, shark swiped me right unusual, off the yeah. boat. Shark, shark, shark just swiped me off the boat. I punched <laughs> it in the face and let go, bro. Yeah. I got these scars. My dad's so cool. It was scared of my dad. <laughs> Great white star, scared of my dad. So, but uh, interestingly, uh, a few hours before the attack, local police issued a warning in the area, saying that there was a large shark sighted in that area. So oh, okay. they do put out warnings. 
so sad story, but luckily uh, the boy survived. And maybe he's got some cool scars and he's going to get laid from it now, so that's good for him. <laughs> that's that's how I like to think of it. About? Well, when he's older, yeah. but that's that's With how I like, no, that's how I like, like to think dude, of it. Dude, how'd you get that on your leg? A shark attack. What? Yeah, that's what all the women are going to be doing. Oh my gosh, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> that's how I like to think that this hey, story's going to end. Maybe okay? that's the kind of shirt we need for Force of Nature. Put it, Make it look like a, a <gasps> flesh-colored shirt a with a chest shirt. and a huge scar. It's like, want to know where I got this? <laughs> Force of Nature. <laughs> there you go. Hey, baby, want to know where I got this scar? I got a question. This kind of, you know, the, the dad jumps in after his Yeah, how come the shark didn't they, go after him? I don't. It, it was. It's, who he knows? scared it away. He's like, oh, shoot, there's two away. of them. I'm, I'm done. But um, like, uh, I'm curious because I've never done this. I've been in the ocean lots of times, but I have never opened my eyes. Can you open your eyes underwater in the ocean? I don't know. I've never. I've done always it. been afraid of it stinging yeah. or stuff getting in. I never. I. I never so opened it like it. in a lake. I'll open it once in a while in a swimming pool, but then yeah, you're like, yeah. I still don't I like do doing swimming that. Pools fine, but yeah, that's a good. You know, that's a good point. And it depends on the the water clarity. Well, you yeah. snorkeled. No, I'm talking like without the equipment. Yeah. Can you open your eyes in the water? Because I'm sure he jumped I'm, in I'm, with that yes, dad. Yes, I know his you can because I've seen people do it. Yes. Oh, okay. All the time. Oh, okay. Well, movies would say you can see about a mile underwater, but really? No, yeah, that's not true. That's oh, like I see. in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> David. <laughs> no, because I've seen like on documentaries when they're like. You could see their eyes open in the water as they're oh. diving down. They don't have any. Or they don't have anything they don't on. Have the mask on. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, I, mean, I think I'm going to try that then next time we go. We go take a surf trip to Cali. <laughs> I think I I've seen it. like videos too of like kids in the, like they'll dunk their kids in the ocean. And their eyes are open. It might be a learned yeah. thing. I I don't know. I don't know. That's mm. a good question. I Any, don't okay. personally do it, but if anybody knows, you can that mess, might be enough send for us me a to message. Try now, then. Yeah, that might be enough for me. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so I've got one more Aussie shark attack story real quick. Let's go to August 14th-ish, and we go to Shelly Beach in Port Macquire, M-A-C-Q-U-A-R-I-E, New South Wales. Hmm. And let's meet Chantelle Doyle. She is 35 years old. Chantelle is out surfing and around 9.30 a.m. when she is attacked by a shark. The shark grabbed her by her right leg and would not release her. Oh. A nearby surfer, who just so happened to be her husband... Oh, boy. Oh, I've heard this story. ...saw what was happening. He paddled over, got on his board, and jumped on top of the shark. Nice. I want to say that he, he may have, like, drop-kicked it. Like, feet jumped Chuck on it. Chuck Norris did? No, <laughs> he didn't spin-kick it, no. Uh-huh. He just jumped on it feet first, to, which would be a decent idea. Yeah. Uh, he then continues to hit and punch the shark until it will finally let go of his wife. Wow. Uh, very brave of this man. Uh, he, he must really love his wife to do it. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if he didn't and you're like... I don't think Dave Ugh. would be doing that. I'd be like, oh, uh, he, I'm sure he go. loves you, but... Uh, uh, let her go! <laughs> Can you hear me? I'm going to jump on top of a shark. <laughs> so I, bet, I don't know what to do. What do you want me to do? It's a shark. I'll jump on top of a shark for you. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> And then he even swam her to shore. She was treated by bystanders and paramedics until she could be taken to a nearby hospital. And Chantel suffered a bite to her right calf and to the back of her thigh on her Ooh, right leg. Okay. So it's two big chunks. I don't know. Ooh. I don't know to the extent of the injuries. Like if it took a piece of a chunk of meat off the Ooh. calf. Or th- 
Yeah. Something like that. But uh, she underwent surgery. I think I remember seeing this documentary for some reason. This, wasn't, this just happened. Oh, that's true. It was not on a document. But it, it could be similar to another story. That all, yeah. If you think about it, shark attack stories, a lot of them are very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how then a lot of it's, these it's similarities. It's all people being bitten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And mostly, and most just of, bit. And most of the time, it's to a limb. It's going to be one of your limbs. That's yeah. why I always say to people, would you rather... I don't know if I've asked you, you Dave. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather be attacked by a shark or a bear, oh, but you survive? Shark for sure. You survive, but you would you rather be attacked by a sh- uh, attacked by a shark or a bear, but you survive, but you're gonna have injuries. Which one? Shark. Bear. See, Dave, what? that's where I think you're. I wrong. have such oh a fear gosh. of the shark, but the bear, I'm not afraid of. But Dave, even though it's the injuries that are hurting me, hurting me I'm okay. I'm not. I don't have that injuries. anxious feeling. Dave, uh, but, you have a gorgeous face. You do not <laughs> want that to be ripped apart. Your arm. Look at your one of your arms. Nah, eh, it's okay. Your face is the money maker, Dave. A bear is going to go gonna after go your, for face. your face. A shark's going to go for your limb. A shark just, is going to take. I could you live without help. an arm? I, I, well, you could live without an arm. I, that's easily. what I mean. I would rather live without an arm than my eyes and my nose and my face. Oh, that would really hurt my uh, Call of Duty game. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I just I, I guess if you're a gamer, that's a good point. <laughs> but geez, I, I for some reason it's just the fear of the shark itself is what really. Oh my gosh, gets a bear! Would I don't be know. A bear would be a thousand worse. times. I'm worse. going bear. Uh, Anybody else want to chime in on that? You can message us. <laughs> it's it's a, 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 the worst one would be a bear. Yes. Shark was going to take a limb. You can live with that. Anyway, let's continue. She yeah she, um she is very lucky that her husband was there or or else the shark could have done all who knows how much more. She's lucky damage. her husband was brave enough to jump and on the shark. Yeah. Wink wink, Dave. Uh, or <laughs> or like the shark didn't pull her down and drown or yeah. pull her down and take just swim off with her in, in its mouth. Yeah. So the shark in question was believed to have been a juvenile. About two to three meters long, so maybe nine feet ish. Mm-hmm. Okay. Beaches were closed, and authorities attempted to track the shark down. I don't believe that they ever caught it. But, uh, guys, that was the 13th shark attack in Australia since like April, actually. Wow. wow. That's and, so unlucky. <laughs> 13. And five deaths. Oh, wow. Five deaths already in Australia this year. You might wonder why there have been so many this year in Australia. Well, from one article I read back in late July, a leading biologist believes there could be a link between the shark attacks off of Australia's coast and to the large number of whales migrating in the area. Oh, interesting. It's a reasonable hypothesis. There are more sharks, shark attacks because there are more sharks um, following the whales on, during their migration. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's just a hypothesis, so we, we're not certain on that by any okay. means. It has nothing to do with uh, the pandemic. I don't believe it does. <laughs> I don't believe it does. No. It's not affecting our ocean life yet. No, I don't think it is. Well, no, I don't know. <laughs> well, again, it is cause, affecting cause, the zoo life. And yeah, the... Well, it could be maybe not as many people are going out. There's not as many tourists, not as many fishing True. boats. Um, so that could play a factor into mm. some of the, some of these things, you know, that really could. Yeah. Okay. So that is our coverage of recent shark attacks, uh, down under. And uh, so both of you have brought a story yeah. to share for us. Yeah. Dana, how about you go first? Well, mine is a shark attack with a death 
Ooh, it's oh. a bit deathy. And we this happened in May of this year. Hmm. And we are going to Santa Cruz, California. Ooh. I didn't see... Dana, when I told her, I told her just like a few hours ago, Dana, find a story, quick. <laughs> and actually, she found a story that I... That he had no clue I didn't even existed. know this one existed. So I'm, I'm glad you brought it. And it happened recently. And it was in California. Oh, and this great. is actually the first fatal shark attack in that area in eight years. Ooh. Mm. So where is Dave... Where, or one of you, uh, where is Santa Cruz? Santa Cruz? I don't know. It's uh, considered it's Northern, Northern Cal. It's it's just east it's of Sa- uh, San Jose. south of San Francisco near San near San Jose area. Okay, it's we used it's, to live it's by coast. there. Yeah, we actually went there. Okay, yeah. we've been to Santa Cruz. We yeah, we were like uh, sweet beach. Let's go. Oh, it was freezing. <laughs> no, that cold. was Monterey yeah. that we went to. Well, but I know this we is did. Actually... No, we did. We went to Monterey all decked out in <laughs> swim trunks and towels. Let's go to the beach. There's no beach there to go to. <laughs> this, but the beach like, that oh. it happened at was actually we did, Min- go, to, we did go to Santa Cruz, and I'm like yeah. we got up to our ankles. I'm like that's it. I'm not going in. In fact, there's a story with you we were there our our grandma used to live there and we went to santa cruz beach and you matt fell in the water there what do you mean i fell in the water you were playing like right on the shore and well i need to put better context how old was i you were little you were probably like three okay you fell in the water and you came back drenched and it was so cold I, I don't you remember, don't this. remember this, but it, I, I imagine it's that. a funny, awesomely great it was story. Cute. <laughs> and I looked super cool doing it. So, yeah, you've been here before, Matt. You've oh. been here too. I didn't been know in that. the ocean there. I did not know that. All right, well, keep going, Dana. Okay, so this attack happened at Manresa State Beach on the northern end of Monterey Bay. Um, so, this is Ben Kelly. He was a gifted craftsman and owner of Ben Ke- Kelly Surfboards. Cool. Yeah. Um, so he was surfing when he was attacked by a great white shark that was estimated to be 10 to 12 feet long. Okay. So probably another juvenile. Could it, could it possibly, yeah. He sustained a gash to his right knee that caused him to bleed to death. Jeez. Just, wait, like, did he get bit hard? Or do it we, doesn't we say. Don't know? It just says that Sometimes he... I, I, with Dana, it is hard to find exact story. Yeah. But, so he got bit on the leg. On the, yeah, knee. on the knee that caused yeah. him to bleed to death. Wow. Jeez, like, we don't even know the extent. We it don't know the extent. Been it had to have been horrible. It had to have been. Because the knee... This well, sounds get... fishy, no pun intended. <laughs> How do you bleed out in water that cold? No, no, I'm just... <laughs> No, sorry about that, but seriously, yeah. <laughs> um, actually, a photographer was in the area a couple days earlier, and he noticed that there were dozens of great white sharks swimming near the shoreline in recent days. Ooh, but he ooh. said that he counted 15 while out on his boat. But he said that none of them were showing any signs of aggression. Yeah. Hmm. I don't, I mean. Yeah, what did he see? Yeah. That's, there are, so I guess there's quite a few of them there now. Yeah. That's and at the time of the attack, the beach was closed already to visitors to maintain, maintain physical distancing. Social distancing. Um, it, but swimming and surfing were allowed. So luckily hmm. the beach was closed already. But they did end up closing it a mile north and south of where the attack was. Okay. Mm. So another death. Another death. What was that's crazy? I wonder ben if Ben Kelly. Ben Kelly. There's he no... was 26 years old. Ah, oh, that sucks. And he is survived by his wife Katie. Ah, oh, that sucks even more. Yeah. Uh, and there was yeah. an interview, and all of his friends were saying what a great guy he was. Yeah. He loved. The I'm ocean, sure he was. As every other yeah. story. 
And I'm sure he has at least one friend named Charles or Chuck. <laughs> so we'll blame it on him. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Thank you, Dana. Good story. Yeah. California, you got a, a death on your hands this last couple months. Yeah. Uh, Dave, why don't you go ahead now? Okay. So, of course, why would I do something more about death and something <laughs> that's going to make me afraid of sharks? So this is going to be a little more an uplifting thing of sharks Ooh. doing something good. Yeah, you don't do that very yeah. often. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so anyway, this is uh, going to take place in, I believe it's the near the Indonesian islands. Um, uh, there were there were two men, Mr. Tati... I know I'm doing it. Tatoy, Mr. Tatoy and his father-in-law. Um, they go on a boat because Mr. Tatoy is going to be uh, sworn in as a police officer or something on this, on this okay. island. So they take a boat. It's about a two-hour trip. Wait, sorry. Where where are they? Uh, somewhere in the... Somewhere in the... Indonesia? Is that uh, South Pacific. Yeah, okay. somewhere around Indonesia. Area. Okay. Somewhere in there, I believe, is where it was. I can't... I couldn't quite get that. But uh, let's see. Yeah, Pacific Ocean, it says. But anyway, so there... It was only a two-hour boat ride. So they take out their boat. It's like an eight, I think it was an 18-foot boat. And along the way, they, they fished, you know, just made a casual trip out of it, you mm-hmm. know. Well, they ended up falling asleep. <laughs> they <laughs> fell asleep. And uh, when they woke up, they could tell they drifted way out. They couldn't see land. They're like, oh, shit. Yikes. We don't know where we are. So they start looking for it. And by the time they look, they, they end up running out of fuel. And so now they're just adrift on the open sea. <laughs> wow. They're like, oh, boy. So they're... They're sitting out on the open ocean now. They they were catching fish. They were out fishing, so they had fishing poles, and they're catching fish. They're like, we had plenty of food, oh, okay. but they didn't have fresh water. Right. And so they were able to eat, but they couldn't drink. And so after a while, I think it was two was it two weeks. Uh, two weeks? Wow. After a while, two weeks. That's a long time, what? Dave. Without yeah, any I, water? I, I believe... I believe so. You Let me can't see. live with without water that long. Well, if you're trying to see, I think it was two. Could have got rain. I think. It, yeah, he did get rain, but it was two weeks. I think when his father-in-law passed away, died from oh, dehydration, and so he really? sat and laid with the uh, sat and laid with him for a day, kind of did a little funeral thing with him, and then tossed the body overboard. You know. Um, and then it was a, a day after that, a day or two. I thought after you said that. this was uplifting. It's getting Listen, there. Okay. <laughs> I know. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> A day or two after that, uh, rain hits, and he's able to collect some rain and and drink. Mister Tatoy, yeah, he gets so he's now he's got water, so he's drinking and fishing, and he's doing okay. But he's still just adrift, and he's just trying to stay out of the sun as much as he can. He's he he uh, uh, has a eh, not a tarp, but canopy or something. Okay, kind of something for shade to get under. Yeah, so he's doing there anyway. He's out there for 15 weeks. Whoa. He, he, he saw a boat, a fishing boat at one time, but they didn't see him. And so he's like, dang it. And so he's out there 15 weeks. How much rain did he get? Because I, I'm sure it rained rain again after that, yeah, most sure likely, but he was doing okay. And anyway, he's asleep um, he on the boat. He needs to stop sleeping. <laughs> what, sleep else more. Yeah, what else are you going to yeah. do? But he's asleep on the boat. Um, just covered underneath the canopy, just completely covered. And he feels this bump on the boat and some scratches. Feels another bump on the boat, scratches, wakes him up. And so now that he's fully awake, he looks around. There's a fishing boat. And he's like, oh. So he sees him and he looks out there and starts waving. And he could tell they were looking at him with binoculars. Mm-hmm. So they spied him. They caught him. Like, oh. And so they got, they came and got him 
brought him back to shore. They took him to the island. Wow, that would be a good for feeling. Dehydration wow. and, and yeah. uh, uh, exhaustion, but he's he's okay. It's just a horrible thing, though. He lost his father-in-law. Um, they're asking, so how how do you want to get back? He's like, by plane. I'm not taking a boat again. <laughs> so yeah, he was he was done with that. But yeah, after 15 weeks on a boat, by yourself, why would you want to do? That? He wouldn't do that again. But so, but yeah, he he his message was, yeah, I was grateful. Like he saw. The shark is doing something good. Honestly, you think about that. That is pretty unique. Wait, was the shark think, that wait, was scratching the shark, under the boat? The shark is what bumped his boat and scratched the boat rubbing along it. To and have him wake up in time? Is yeah, so he about? woke up, saw the the fishing boat, and waved. Yeah. And then without he that, he, that they, they he might were, not have waved. and yeah, they might Because yeah. they would have seen, what is that, derelict boat or something? Because he's underneath the canopy. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Interesting. So, so that's I, kind of... You think a shark saved him? How does he know? Yeah, wake up, bro! Even though it's a good way to look How at it. How did he know it was a shark? Did he see yeah, it? He, yeah, he did. He saw it. He did. He saw that it was a shark because he woke up and looks down. What the heck is this? Yeah, it's because of course wow. you're going to look. You're like, am I hitting land or something or hitting wood? And he saw it was a shark and then looked around and hmm. saw the boat. So yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. good way to look at it to see that hey. Hey, sharks can wake be up! Good. There's there's somebody here for you. You never know. I feel you like never we're know really how, pushing that. You but... never know how the universe hey, works. You, you know? don't know. It's just one of those things. He was meant to live. I, we always hear the stories of yeah, sharks eating people, doing stuff bad. Yeah, there's some good they can. You know, you can find some good. <laughs> okay. You know, there's good. Yeah. Okay. They're beautiful creatures. Oh, never mind. They're just man-eating creatures. Right? <laughs> I should continue to fear them. <laughs> Matt, come on, throw me a bone here. <laughs> no pun intended. Well, that was a good story, though. I liked it. Very good. Yeah. All right. Good job, Dave. Thank you, Dana, for mm-hmm. yours as well. And I've got one more uh, recent shark attack story for the episode. Okay. For this one, we go to July 28th-ish at Bailey Island in Maine. Ooh. Bailey Island is part of the town of Harpswell. Oh, it's not Amity? No. <laughs> okay. Wait, what's Amity? Amity? That's Jaws. I know, but that was actually done in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Oh, was it Massachusetts? Yeah. Oh, I think so. Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. Never mind. Well, sorry about it, that. I'll, I think it is because I'll tell you. It was Massachusetts. Yeah, okay. it would have had to. Been. Okay. It's about forty miles from Portland, Maine. Uh, the area is popular with vacationers and also second homeowners for its coast beaches and views. It's kind of a rich person area. Okay, is what it is. But let's meet a woman named Julie uh, Hollowach. Hollowatch, something like that. Uh, she's 63 of New York City is where she resides. Okay. So on this day, Julie went out swimming with her daughter. They were laughing, playing, and they were only about 20 yards from shore. Hmm. So maybe in like what shoulder um, height water at most, it seemed like. Hmm. They were both wearing black wetsuits as well. Hmm. So keep that in mind. All of a sudden, Julie starts flailing. Her daughter goes back to the shore, dropped to her knees, and screamed for help. Oh boy! This reminds me of like a horror movie <laughs> when like the witness screams and then the mm-hmm. the scene just cuts off and goes to the next scene. Like that's the last part. Like in a, where it sounds like Jaws. Yeah, well, it, it particularly reminded me of uh, Jurassic Park: The Lost World in the opening scene. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. The, the mom sees her her mm-hmm. child getting attacked. Yeah, and, ah, and then yeah, it cuts yeah. to yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I thought of. And, but in a, in real life, the scene d- does not cut off. There was a also a pair of kayakers on the shore nearby, a man and a woman who rented the kayaks. 
they saw that something was wrong in the water and probably heard screams from the daughter. But they jumped into their kayak and go after to help Julie. One of them grabbed Julie while the other paddled back to shore and the, the kayakers asked not to be identified. But so they, they go out there, they grab her after being attacked, being bitten, and one of them holds onto her while the other paddles to shore. Oh. But so give them credit for doing that. Yeah. You know what? In these stories, we've had quite a few heroic accounts by people, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are good people out oh, there. Oh, yeah, there definitely are. And trying to save people by putting their own lives at risk, trying to save them, drop kicking sharks, punching sharks, you know. So uh, par- uh, paramedics were called to the scene, but were unable to save her, and she dies. Oh. I believe she died at the like on the beach too. Mm-hmm. Uh, no articles were clear on that part. I don't know if she was rushed to a hospital and then died. I'm not certain, but uh, very sad. Uh, but this attack is the only confirmed shark attack fatality in Maine's history. Wow! wow. The okay. only one. Very first, and up till now there had only been one attack even. Wow. Like back in 2010, and that was a small shark. Uh, like it's a barely worth noting story. Oh really? Hmm. So this is pretty much like the first one all around. Gee. And it's it's also been they also found out that they're uh, from a tooth fragment that it was a great white. Oh wow! And shoulder high length, possibly shoulder high length. Yeah. Wow. Well, I've heard a lot of stories that they're coming fairly close to the shore on a lot of places. Gee. I think, yeah, I think they just kind of do that when maybe after seals and stuff. But uh, mm. it's not clear what prompted the attack, but she was wearing a black wetsuit that could have made her look mm-hmm. like a seal. Okay. That's a decent explanation. We're not certain on it, but it's, it could it very well could be. I'm sure it was. The poor shark didn't know what he was doing. The poor shark. <laughs> So, Maine is like the northernmost point where great whites are found. That's like the, Oh, okay. Uh, and they have been, there have been an uh, increase of sightings recently. Also, several seals have been reported with bite marks in the area. Mm-hmm. So, maybe uh, the seals are attracting the sharks. We aren't sure. That would make logical sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot, yeah. Uh, nonetheless, another sad story and another person killed. Man, it's been a deathy episode. Yeah. Even Dave's story had death. That's true. <laughs> it was supposed to be uplifting. <laughs> but it wasn't by a shark. No, it wasn't by a shark. But uh, guys, that is going to wrap up the episode. I hope everyone enjoyed these shark attack stories. And keep in mind, like we've been saying throughout the show, that shark attacks are very rare. Uh, deaths from are even more rare. Sharks are still misunderstood to the general um, population, I think. And sharks kill like six people a year while we kill millions a year. Mm -hmm. You know, keep that in mind. Sharks are awesome animals and everyone could use more knowledge about them. Respect the sharks. Then, yeah, then then it's not what you see in the horror movies. Although sometimes it is because we've just covered some stories, (laughs) but not that often. That's not normal. And it, uh, it's fine to be afraid of them and uh, fear them a bit. Dave, I know you do. And we all should a little bit. I do. A little bit. Yeah, of course, yeah. we should. That We should fear them I mean, even I, okay, I was snorkeling in Hawaii. I was like, You're you never know them. what's behind you. 
And uh, ironic enough, I read recently that even Donald Trump is scared of sharks. Really? Wow. Interesting, huh? Yeah. Lone sharks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just uh, th- that's something that came out is that he doesn't like sharks. So oh. take that with what you will. But they're not quite the mindless man-eaters as some many, that many believe that they yeah. are. All right. So, good episode on sharks. Sharks are really yeah. cool. I like them. Uh, so, for next episode... Oh, wait. So, um, I was thinking... Oh God, we just covered a ton of them. We're, I'm sure we could cover more. Like, our 100th episode... Po- this is a possibility. It's uh-huh. not set in stone. But we could do Great White Sharks on our 100th episode, since they're okay. an iconic... But, Everybody loves the great white shark. Yeah. Or fears the great white shark. Yeah. Or likes to hear about the great white shark. That's no, all of those, yeah. That makes, you either love them or you fear them. But you still like them. You still, still want to hear stories about them. It's very right? true. Am I right, Dave? So, uh, I so. <laughs> so it's yes, possible honey. our 100th episode could be a great white episode. We'll, we'll learn all about them, essentially. Okay. Uh, but our next episode, we are going to have a true crime edition Oh. Force of Nature. It's a famous story called Night of the Grizzlies, oh. and I've talked about it before. And I think we're about. I think we're ready to do it. Night of the Grizzlies from the '60s in Glacier National Park. Wow, it's a lot to cover. Uh, I just listened to the audiobook, and I've done a lot of research already on the story. So the next episode is going to be a good one. Okay, right on. And everybody seems to like bear attack stories. Those are our highest hit episode and so it's yeah, going to be sharks, a good one. isn't it aren't those your highest we don't know sharks aren't on the top 10 oh huh. they used to be yeah when we had 10 episodes <laughs> <laughs> but no it's uh orcas have oh, been that's on there right. but uh bears seem to be a favorite bears and tigers and lions <laughs> oh my we still need to do hippos yeah we do need to do hippos that's definitely for sure but Dave, we have a few shout-outs to give. Oh, right on. First, we want to thank Flick500. Flick500! They said that the show is great. Nice. Gave it a little Tony the Tiger in there. They're great. And he says that the hosts bring a lot of warmth and enthusiasm. Hey, right on. That's great. So thank you very much for that. Uh, next, we want to thank Slipknot Fan X. Slipknot Fan X, which is cool because I'm a Slipknot fan as well. <laughs> are you guys, do you know who they are? Wrestler, a... I'm sure. No, it's no? a band. It's a metal band. Oh, they were from like the early 2000s, so you might have heard. Should have been in my generation. They're they're the ones with the masks. Corey Taylor's the lead singer. Lead, mm. Anything ringing a bell? No. Well, they're cool. Uh, so <laughs> he uh, he also asked if we have done a Komodo dragon episode, and yes, oh yeah, yes we yeah that was one of your first ones way back in episode four <coughs> wow. we covered it was our first solo episode and we covered Komodo dragons it's actually really good and yeah. I remember a lot that's too. pretty interesting like, I learned a lot Komodo yeah. dragons were the inspiration for the story of King Kong yeah oh if really remember, if you remember that oh. we talked about it. But yeah, go back to episode four and you can learn all about it. I remember the 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 park or the. I remember what island it was. That ranger gets attacked. Oh, yeah. yeah, the ranger. It was like attacked <laughs> his in the house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the office. Yeah, it was like under his desk. That was crazy. that was a crazy story. And uh, the Komodo dragons are also venomous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're really cool animals. Yeah. Okay, but then we want to thank T. Dilworth. T. Dilworth. He said he especially enjoys our Jim Corbett stories. Oh, yeah. So that's Who cool. doesn't? Those, Those are, are the best stories. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, we want to thank Adam Brown. Adam Brown. He is an Aussie from uh, 
Collie, Western Australia. Oh wow! Yeah, that's noticed... a safe area from the sharks. Apparently. Well, no, that's <laughs> where the uh, the attack way back in January was happening in West Australia. Oh, so, okay. No, not nowhere safe ever. Oh man, sorry. <laughs> Everything will kill you. <laughs> Uh, he said he was only about 20 episodes in. He started from the oldest to the newest. Oh. And he says that the auto, audio quality and planning of each episode is exceptional. Nice. So that's a compliment, nice work, to, guys. That's hey. a compliment to both of us because Dave really? does audio and I'm, I do the planning and writing. So we both appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, and also, th- yeah, thank you everyone who left a review. And we're, we're over 100 ratings now. Oh, like really? 103. So really? most of them are five stars. Nice work. So it's wow. well, like 97, 96 of them are five stars. So hey, that's great. so awesome. Thank you, everyone, for doing that. Let's see if you can double it. Let's yeah. see if we can double it. That'd By be next awesome. week. <laughs> Sometime soon. Oh, and like I said, we will have some merch going. I've got uh, a guy who's actually in, it was a friend. That I forgot that did that stuff. So I got into contact with him. We're getting some merch going. We've got it. We're Woo-hoo. working on a logo. Cheetah print. So, <laughs> Rabies hat. <laughs> so we're going to. Rabies shirt. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Say it. Rabies socks. Okay. Rabies, <laughs> just rabies. We're just rabies now. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're, I'm going to work with like getting it online. So like you can order one, like made to order. So like if you ordered one, then it'll be sent to you by them. So we're not like sending it out to ourselves or sending yeah. it out ourselves i feel uh-huh. like it's cheaper just all around for that yeah so i'll have updates on that as we go on give us some ideas give them yeah. some yeah ideas. feel free to give us some more ideas i, I mean it, we could have several different options i mean we're gonna start with one you can make a baby outfit this is ray babies <laughs> <laughs> you guys in your rabies. <laughs> that was funny though <laughs> okay so dave if uh, people want to help us out contribute to the show tell them what they can do uh you can uh go to itunes apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to subscribe rate review give us five stars say something you like really helps us gain more attention gain more listeners if you really want to help us by helping our coffers not run not bleed out well you can <laughs> donate to the show matt take it over you're pretty quick on those <laughs> those are always pretty good when you say that <laughs> Uh, yes, you can help us by going to PayPal. You can find us by our email, forceofnaturepod at gmail.com, or on Venmo on my personal account, Matthew-Hamilton-51. Uh, and all that info is in the description below. And we're going to, like, I've been saying this for who knows how long, we're going to get a Patreon. I was like, we're seriously looking yeah. into it. We're going to get yeah. Patreon. Maybe put out a couple bonus episodes on there. Yeah, for people who put down good. a 5 or 10 amount. I don't yeah. know. We'll fi- I'll figure it out. But uh, also to all the viewer, viewers, feel free to contact us if you ever want to. Tell us a cool animal-related story of you or someone you know. Or if you want to suggest an episode idea, just want to ask a question or you want to say hi, send me uh, dark videos like a swordfish getting stuck in someone's <laughs> leg like, like one of our fans just did. Oh, really? I appreciate that. Send me some of these gross videos. Yeah, they sent me some gross things. They sent me one with a guy's like face missing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. From a bear attack. Uh, maybe I'll Dave, right, from right. a bear attack. I maybe sh- I can rethink I should have showed you that video and your mind would change instantly. <laughs> like, his face was... I can't even describe it. But, yes. Uh, oh. I would choose shark. I'm with, I'm with Dana on this one. Hmm. <laughs> and you got a cool story if you survive. You got a cool scar. And you could tell the story without from a bear attack. It's like I, I just you lost can my arm. Still speak. Why do you look like Quasimodo? <laughs> it's a good story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is, which one sounds better? I'm going with the uh, missing arm. All right. So uh, you can uh, email us or message us on Facebook or Instagram. Also, help us grow by recommending us to family and friends. And I really feel like people are doing that. So uh, tell them we're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google. We're on all the platforms we need to be on. Okay, so uh, I'm good. So, Dave, do you have anything else to add? No, I'm I'm good, too. Dana, uh, thank you again for coming on the show. I'm sure we'll have you on some other time when sharks come in. Yeah. So I do like other animals, just, you know. We've had you on other (laughs) But thank you, Dana, for being on the show again. All right, well, Professor Cheetor, let's hear what you have to say. Dana, I can't praise you enough that you are so wonderful on the show I predict that this show's ratings and reviews and listenership will increase 7,000% <laughs> good job what? Wow, thanks Cheetor Cheetahs are so nice to you it is unreal <laughs> I, I don't quite understand it but alright <laughs> this is Force of Nature Podcast thank you for joining us tell your friends be a part of building us up and we will see you next time bye bye bye